Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2,364. This week we're celebrating The Quail, a motorsports gathering that takes place Friday, August 18th at the Quail Lodge and Golf Course in Carmel, California. Today's guest is another legend, another icon in the car world, so be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Today, I have a very special guest on board. Now, this gentleman was a guest way back in October of 2014. I've seen him several, well, many times, actually every year since then during Car Week. You'll recognize this name, Aloise Roof. Aloise, welcome back to Cars Yeah! Do you have any gear? And are you ready to release the clutch? Thank you. Thank you. I'm very happy to be back and to be back on air with you, Mark. Thank you so much. You're welcome. This is going to be some fun. Now, what we're going to be focusing on today is your involvement with the quail. You and I run into each other every year during car week. Last year, I had the pleasure of seeing you and your wife and your daughter, both of which have been guests on the show at the jet party, but also at the quail. And before we get started, I want to give you a bit of an introduction as if everybody listening probably doesn't already know about you. But, But before we start, I'm going to ask you a question that I didn't ask you last time you were on the show. This may be hard because you're so well-known. Yeah, yeah. What's one little thing that most people don't know about Aloise Roof? <laughs> well, many know me as a, as a true 100% 9-11 Porsche buff. And now I am the 9-11 buff of, of our own cars that we are making. And um, many people don't know that... This is not a business case for me. It is a complete passionate objective for, for my whole life, you know, or subject for my whole life. Uh, everything has been pivoting around this car. And uh, I, I heard the first time the sound of a 911 engine in April of 1964 when a, a prototype was uh, flying by on the Autobahn, uh, going through the rain, basically plowing through the rain Mm -hmm. and i never forget that sound (laughs) it just went into my bone marrow yeah Yeah. well no kidding Uh, most definitely i i've uh, had the same affliction first time i heard 9-11 was a neighbor up the street and i went running out the front door what is that and another secret what people don't know about me that i am also in the renewable energy and then the most traditional and the oldest one, it's hydroelectric. And that was already the dream of my father to own one of those hydroelectric power plants. And I finally was able to put it together for him. What? A long way, long way after he died, after he went to heaven. I was able to, to build what he, what, or I was realizing what he was already planning over 30 years before. Oh my God. I want to tell you too. Yeah. I mean, you re- you can relate to that because you are in the part of uh, the United States where they have a lot of hydro. Oh, yeah. We get our electric from uh, the big river up the road here. So, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And this is what I'm doing, too. And it gives me great fulfillment and, and satisfaction. Oh, this is so exciting. 
And this, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more because this can relate to the uh, very fast coming down the road electric cars. And I know you guys have built that in the past. And when I had your lovely daughter, Louisa, on the show, we talked mm-hmm. about the future and electric cars with roof. But let me give you yeah. a quick introduction and we're going to dive into uh, this wonderful life you've created around Porsche. Yeah. Okay, Mark. Yep. Alois Roof is a legend in the world of unique tuned Porsche automobiles. The name Roof has stood for competence in the automotive world for more than 80 years. Roof Automobiles is a family-run automobile manufacturing based in the heart of Bavaria. I can tell you I am very fortunate. I've been there twice now to visit. Roof is not only a family name of the company's founder, Alois Roof Sr., who brought the company to life way back in 1939. But it's also the name that stands for technical excellence, authenticity, passion, and driving pleasure. The family business is characterized not only by its powerful and elegant vehicles manufactured in-house, but also by the attention to detail and the craftsmanship that goes into every single roof car that leaves their plant. We'll be back in a moment to learn more from Alois, the man with the name on the door, but first a word from our sponsors, so please give them a little love, and we'll be right back. Years ago, when it was time to renew my collector car insurance policy, my carrier's rates went up, way up, but my usage was the same, and I never made a claim. I didn't even have a ticket. So what's with that? So I turned to American Collectors Insurance. Has your collector car insurance recently raised your rates for no good reason? Tired of paying an annual membership fee? Then it's time to look around and call American Collectors Insurance. I shopped around, I asked friends for recommendations, and found a winner that I can trust. And boy, I'm glad I did. I saved hundreds of dollars every year and slept better at night knowing my baby was properly insured. American Collectors Insurance have been protecting vehicles since 1976. They provided me with an agreed value insurance policy backed by their history of taking great care of their clients. What could be better than that? So give them a call and ask for a quote today. 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. And protect the ones you love like I did with American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. For several years now, you've heard me talk about Linkage Magazine. I've been a subscriber since the start. Their talented and creative team brings you a spectacular publication and website that shares the automotive passion from a worldwide perspective. Linkage is about driving, restoring, collecting, and firsthand experience at collector car auctions and more. They bring you real-world values plus rational, experienced opinions on the current markets. They cover the automotive world and the people who share our passions. And Linkage Magazine has grown, mailing you six issues annually. Join me on this journey with Linkage. They're geared for the automotive life. You can subscribe at LinkageMag.com. Did you know that Cars Yeah! is in the top 1% of all podcasts based on listenership, according to Lipson? the premier RSS feed for podcasts in the United States. That's right. Plus, DuPont Registry recommended Cars Yeah! is one of their top 10 car podcasts for you to enjoy. Cars Yeah! has experienced tremendous growth, plus your ads are evergreen, meaning they never go away. And more and more listeners find Cars Yeah! every day for their daily dose of automotive inspiration. Do you want to expose your brand to a highly targeted list of automotive enthusiasts in a very unique in very personal way, well, I can help you. Contact me, Mark Green, at mark at carsyad.com or through the website at carsyad.com today to learn more. So, Eloise, we are back. 
You know, I, I want to dive into what you're going to be bringing onto the lawn at the quail this year, because we're featuring the quail all this week here on Cars Yeah. And I run into you every year at that magnificent event, along with many other events during Car Week. And this year they're featuring the 50th anniversary of the 73 Aris Carrera and also early uh, the 959s. But I want to talk a little bit about what we plan on seeing you bringing, but I want to also, when we're done, get back to this hydro deal because I didn't know that you were doing that and that you'd done that, and I'm very excited about it. But what are we going to see on the lawn at the quail this year from you? Uh, we're going to see something that we make as a present or contribution to the 60th anniversary of the 9-11, which turns 60 Tomorrow. Tomorrow is the 1st of August. And in the month of August, the first 9-11, one could say, was really completed in, in that form as it was built later. I'm talking about Quick Blau. Uh, Quick Blau was the nickname for the blue car, the enamel blue car that had the first five-instrument dashboard. And um, I am the proud owner of that car, and that car will also come to Pebble Beach and will be in the Pebble Beach Concours d'Elegance. I sidetracked a little bit <laughs> because I wanted to. I wanted to mention the uh, yeah. the 60 year anniversary. How important that is! The most important sports car of all time turns 60, and for this reason, we are going to bring something. We make a present to that special automobile and the special people who created this automobile, meaning from uh, Mr. Ferdinand Alexander or Butzi Porsche to uh, Hans Metzger, Herr Piech, and the whole people, the whole team that were involved in developing that car. And we are bringing back uh, some of this original 911 uh, romantic, I would call it. And um, that that will be shown on the lawn at Quail. But I cannot, I cannot say much more because it's, uh, it has to be a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there's lots of surprises that you always bring to these events, but that is so exciting. I mean, oh my gosh. And, and this, ra- this wrapping of this passion of this brand around your life and your family. And when you were on the show originally, yeah. a long time ago, I learned a lot about where this came from and how your dad started the business and how you've been involved. But oh my gosh, I had no idea that you had that very first one. How on earth did you get your hands on that? I own it since 1968. My father found this car at the Porsche dealer in Stuttgart in 1968 in the fall. And it was a damaged, let's call it 911 now. And it was missing the engine. And uh, my dad thought that could be a project for my 18-year-old son. <laughs> so he could do his, his first Porsche. And he brought that car, he brought that car home and says, son, now you have the first Porsche. You have to fix it. I will help you. Uh, but you're not going to get a 911 engine in that car because he was, he was worried for my life, you know, <laughs> our 18 year old. Yep. <laughs> you know, and, uh, so, so I was, uh, allowed to put in a 912 motor. I drove this car all the way to 1971. And uh, I already realized at that time that it was a special car because many details were different in the car. 
but I didn't even understand at that age uh, what a prototype was. I haven't figured it. I, I realized already that it had a, a very funny chassis number that I've never seen anything similar because it looked like a 356 chassis number, actually. Uh-huh. And, uh, and the papers of the car showed that it was first owned by Porsche and uh, then later as, as from Hans Metzger, who owned that car. But... These were nobodies at that time. Nobody knew who a Hans Metzger was. Right, yeah. Nobody knew who a, who was a Ferdinand Piech. You know, they they are all in our Porsche heaven, and they are the gods today. But at that time, no, nobody knew that. So there was not big attention given to that. I was just driving this little bit awkward, funny early 911 with my 912 motor, and I was happy to drive it. <laughs> yeah. And I had it until 1971 until. Um, I had a young guy interested. He wanted to buy the car, and I allowed him to test drive it, and he ran it in the ditch. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Then ever, ever since, I kept it. And later, in the because uh, I, I'm somebody who cannot throw away things, especially <laughs> when, when, it's, when it's Porsche. Yeah. I cannot. No matter, no matter how bad it is, I always keep it. And uh, so I kept it over the decades, and in the 80s, I, I started to understand what this car was, that this was really a prototype. And then um, you could see in some of the, the books how prototypes were shown. Then I, real, I realized that my car was quick blow, quick blue. And uh, see, I, I, the first thing what I did is I changed the color. I didn't like the color on it. You know, when you're 18 years, yeah. you, you have a different taste. And I wanted to dress it up as a 911S, which was my dream car, of course. So I put all the 911S trim and the Fuchs wheels and made the car look like a 911S. But it was always the 901 prototype number 6, 13326 is the chassis number. And it is uh, the brother of, of the car from Mr. Don Milusio. If you know his car, his car is called Bar- Barbarossa. And uh, the interesting part is that the Barbarossa is the only survivor uh, with the two instruments and the dashboard uh, that came from the designer Graf Gertz. Graf Gertz was the designer of the BMW 507. And uh, after his BMW time, he was hired by Porsche. And he introduced uh, the, the 507 dashboard into the, the 901. And it was a, it was a painted dash. The, the dash had the color of the exterior of the car. And my car was the first with the five instruments and the wood trim. And the five instruments were on shrink uh, finish coat, you know, a, a shrink coat uh, and at the dashboard. Yeah, just amazing. It looks in all details. It's so different. You, you will like it when you see it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You'll be interested. That is an yeah. absolutely amazing story. And did you eventually, yeah. I mean, was the original engine ever even did it exist again, or what's in the back of the car now? No, the the, the it, it's difficult to talk about an original engine because this car they made engine swaps every other day. Because uh, the the very first engine that was in this car, when because my car was the first show car for uh, London for uh, Earl's Court, and it was presented with a wooden mock-up engine, and the car then went in March of 1964 to Geneva. And it still had the wooden uh, mock-up engine in it. And it's really started uh, driving uh, in April of 64. That was that was very early, back when they were 901s originally, right? Yeah, of course. And then, the, then later, after September of 1964, 
the first, what we call today the zero series, you know, the, the beginning of the production, uh, was the 901 production car. And 82 cars were built that were still labeled 901 until this agreement with Peugeot came, and then they became 911s. And that was in November of 1964. Wow. This is so fascinating. I, that is just, I mean, you must just pinch yourself every time you look at it that that car yes, sits in, in, your, I do, in, I do. in your garage. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, this is wonderful. Yes. Well, I want to get back to what yeah. we talked about at the beginning here, because I didn't know about your father's passion for hydroelectric power, renewable energy. I mean, it really is a wonderful way to go. And the fact that you've brought his dream to fruition, I, tell me more about this project. My father grew up in a small farm and they were neighbors of a mill. So he was always fascinated by the water that uh, drives the mill and uh, the, the water wheel and the turbine. Those were things that fascinated him. And uh, his ultimate dream was to have a hydroelectric power plant because he said this is the only true perpetual mobile, you know, in nature, which is true. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, the, 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 the water works and the water is not lost. It's not consumed. It flows to the next one and to the next one and the next one. And this is a, a very b a beautiful perpetual way, you know. And uh, and so that that was his dream in, in the 1960s or early 60s. He found a place where a hydroelectric power plant could be built because the stream was there, the head was there, the waterfall, everything was ideal. But the politics and the mindset of the people was against it because at that time people were only raving for one future, it's going to be nuclear. The future is going to be nuclear, and there was not 1% left for a hydroelectric power at that time. Politicians said, oh, all the hydroelectric power plants will be shut off, and so on. And now the, the, the rest of the story, you know. And final, finally, the <clears throat> approval to build it came uh, three years after Chernobyl exploded. This is when people started started thinking again. It had, had to be a kick like that, you know. And uh, then new regulations were made that allowed um, hydroelectric power plants to feed their electricity into the grid because before they didn't even want the electricity from a hydroelectric power plant. It was a very, very difficult time and a difficult phase, you know. Right. But uh, I'm so so happy that I was able to pursue his dream and never give up on it. Never give up and was stubborn enough to make it all happen. <laughs> yeah, so tell me what it is you've created then. And and is it feeding power to your facility? Uh, indirectly, it goes into the grid. Uh, but it, it, it feeds the, the grid for, for, which is for everybody, for the public grid. And uh, I have also a small one that feeds us directly. A very little one. But I'm also proud to say that we are autonomous and we have our own source for electricity. Yeah. Oh, this is fascinating. Well, that leads me to talk a little bit about what you're producing these days. And I would love for you to share some of the cars you're building today, because over time, I mean, go back to the first time I met you at your facility, the Yellowbird was the car and I got the chance to drive one and be driven in one, which scared the Scared the bejeebas out of me. Your test driver took me on a wild <laughs> ride. I'll never forget that. <laughs> that was Stefan. <laughs> yeah, Stefan. Yeah, holy cow. Yeah, I, I think when I got out of the car, my knees were shaking. Uh, so he did his job. But when, when we look at what's going on today, which will evolve into a bit of a talk about electric roof vehicles, mm -hmm. what is it that you guys are producing today that you can share with us? 
Well, uh, the uh, electric uh, roof car was already done in 2007 and 2008, and that was before there was a political movement towards the electric car. Uh, at that time, it was the motive was very clear. I had a hydroelectric power plant, and how could we propel one of our cars with that green renewable power? That was the that was the whole idea. And uh, we did that. We we still have an electric car in our fleet, and uh, we were driving 300 kilometers uh, as a range, or which is uh, like a almost 200 miles range, which is not bad. And um, we uh, triggered uh, or we sparked let a spark happen at Siemens. That people from Siemens, the boss was very keen to learn more about the electric car, and we built a fleet of 15 cars together with Siemens. And uh, then Siemens uh, dropped the project and did no longer pursue those plans. And uh, in the meantime, the uh, big uh, movement started in Germany with the electric car uh, during the, uh, the, the diesel gate. And uh, now it seems uh, that the diesel gate is, is giving us the electric car for the future. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, isn't it amazing how that, yeah. that whole thing evolved yeah, into yeah, what, yeah. what's going on now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah, fascinating. Yeah. But I think, I, I think uh, it's, it's a, they, can do, uh, they can work in that direction, it's fine. And I think the electric car is great, I like it too. As an urban car and uh, for a short or smaller range car, I think it is good. And it could be used and should be used, but it cannot replace the car completely. The automobile cannot be uh, replaced with, with the electric car. I don't see it. And we stay totally honest to our 911 and we stay uh, with the combustion engine. We have a, a reach today uh, with the combustion engine, a level of cleanliness uh, that would be a pity to give that up. It's it's amazing because, you know, I'm now 73 years old. I was uh, living in Los Angeles in 1970. I was oh. just turning 20. When the a, air was way. horrible there at that time, yeah. The afternoon, you had tears in your eyes. You had a headache. You were rubbing your eyes. You were, you, you were gasping for air. It was horrible. Nobody can understand that today. Yep. Today, we have probably 10 times as many cars as they had at that time, but you you can breathe. You can walk. You can, you can go anywhere in LA for 24 hours. It's not a problem. At that time, after three o'clock, this brownish, yellowish uh, sulfur. I remember. A uh, big, big cloud was was coming up over the horseshoe. So you you remember it. You can relate. To I it. lived in Southern California at that time. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. So and and now I'm saying this. It's it's something positive. We have achieved something, but. It's not a vogue to say that. You're not supposed to say that, that we have achieved something because you have to say you're, we are bad, yeah. you have to become cleaner. But now today we are, we are driving on the road and we are cleaning particles in the air with our existing cars, particles that were uh, emitted from other means, not only automobiles, industrial or whatever, you know. <laughs> and our cars pick up that air and clean it and it comes out cleaner from the exhaust. This, this is what we have achieved. Yeah, I'm so happy you're saying this because it's something that's not said yeah. by anybody. and Nobody says it. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, I, and we know why. The, 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 press, the press does not pick up on that. Yeah, the press does not pick up on that. That makes me feel really good about the future of roof and the, the vehicles that you're building that right. will continue with some versions of ICE engines, right? Yes. Yeah, we, we continue with, with our classical combustion engine and we keep it clean and we make anything possible to use the latest technology to 
to keep it a clean engine and stay with the fun of it, you know. Don't lose that emotional part of the engine. Don't lose that emotional part uh, the, of the feel of the whole car, that you, you are driving the car and you, you feel it, it is part of your, yourself. It's, uh, it is, uh, it's not something that you are sitting in, you are sitting with and together and you become one, you know, you're I'm trying to describe it. <laughs> no, it's, it's a passion. <laughs> yeah. It, yes. Yeah, yes, it is. Yes. And it's, it's been a it's huge a part of your, and, your and life. And you know, life is, life is something you have it only once in your life. And when something makes you happy and gives you fun, then why not have it? You should enjoy it and do it. You know, so if you, if you can make people smile when you put them in one of our cars, that is for me the biggest satisfaction. Same thing for my wife, for Estonia. She just stepped into the office, by the way. Oh, Estonia, awesome. <laughs> well, hello. Yeah. yeah, well, she was such a wonderful guest. And I wanted to touch a bit while I have you here today on your daughter, Aloisa, because mm -hmm. I had her as a guest back in April. And she's the future of Roof because I'm so excited that she is, she's decided yeah. to be a part of the family. Now she's she's been staying in LA this summer and, and this this past spring working at the Peterson, which is so exciting. But I, I would love to hear from the father, the dad of your your passion and love obviously for her, but also for her carrying the torch forward. What does that mean for you? Well um, I must tell you Mark that Aloisa was our Sunday child or is our Sunday child. And she has grown up with all the activities that we are having, uh, be it having guests, be it making visits, going to cars, going to whatever car events, rallies, mm -hmm. you name it. She was always there. She had her pacifier in her mouth <laughs> and she watched everything, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she watched everything. She loved the engine sound. When she sat in the back of our car, she was asleep because she was totally happy and nestling into the back of the car. Yeah, you know? wonderful. It was, uh, it, it was great. And, and this is how she grew up and it's in her. And she, it's, it's something you cannot, uh, you cannot, you can induce it to a certain uh, degree, but either you have it or you don't have it. And she does have it. And I think you felt that when you talked to her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was wonderful. And and I love the fact that this is really a continuation of the roof legend, if you will, because you were that same person with your father. And now she's right. here with you and Estonia. Yeah. And it's just, yes. it's encouraging to me, uh, because I'm, I'm a little bit younger than you, but we're of the same generation, that mm -hmm. the brand will continue and the passion will continue. The brand will continue. Yeah. Yes, I, I have no worries. It will continue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just uh, oh, so fortunate. I love it. And great to have, and I'm very honored to have your whole family on the show. Wonderful. You know. I always play this little game with my guests, and I didn't do this with you when you were on the show before, but this is the way it goes. I'm going to enable you to get into any car in the world. I'm going to park any vehicle in the world in your driveway. Now, for a guy who's driven some insane cars, this might be a challenge, maybe not, but you can take it anywhere, and you can take anybody with you, including somebody from the past who's no longer with us, which makes this drive extra special. So for someone like Halloween's Roof, who's driven the most amazing cars in the world. What does the ultimate drive just for today look like for you? The ultimate drive uh, for, for of the cars that I have or that well, I have it could access be, to? Well, it could be your cars or it could be some car that maybe you've never driven and you'd like to get behind the wheel. 
Yeah, it's 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 a good point. You know, of of all our cars, I I have been asked this question: Which one is your favorite? You know, this is like <laughs> that's a tough if you one. Say, uh, what what is your what is your favorite kid? You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's 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 difficult. But you know, I I love uh, other cars too that that have a, a big meaning. You know, I, I I enjoy when I take my my family out in a four seater convertible. I have a two eighty S E three point five convertible. That's a summer car. It's a beautiful car to go for a picnic. I love it, you know. And uh, I have also a simple ca- a car, like a Citroën Mehari. Uh, I don't know if you know that car. <laughs> it's, it was never available in America. It right. was only a French thing. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I have. It's very diversified. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, when you ask me what impressed you the most of, of all the vehicles you have ever been in is now our CTR and the SCR, because now we built the car from A to Z. We built from the chassis, from the uprights on the axles, from the push rods, the steering gear, whatever. Everything comes from our own, and the car is put together, and it runs, and it runs, and it drives, and it gives you that feeling um, of the original element that made the 911 but amplified yes a lot more <laughs> yeah you know yeah i hope i said that right you did i tried to put it together in my words <laughs> yeah well i think that's a great answer and yeah and then yeah, really yeah. to mm-hmm. me it exemplifies what your brand is all about and that is taking something that is extraordinary and then doing something yeah. even better with it so uh mm-hmm. yeah i'll tell you my friend you what you've done and what your family's done and where it's going and where it's been is such a, a treasure for all of us enthusiasts and i want to thank you for just continuing uh to share the passion yeah. that you share it, it's really just wonderful to and, share the passion yeah and I'll, I'll tell my listeners today you know I met you long ago in estonia long ago and you've stayed in touch you are just the nicest people and, uh, you know, I always think whenever somebody says, oh, you've met the roofs, I go, yeah, but they're just they're just normal people. They're so nice. They're so kind. And I want to thank you uh, for that friendship that you've shared over the years. Oh, thank, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Mark. Yeah. And, and we're looking forward to seeing you in the, in the quail, at the quail. Well, <laughs> it's always a, a wonderful event. And before I let you go today, could you sh- maybe share... A couple words of inspiration for those of us listening today that that love automobiles. Is there something that stands out for you? All I can say is uh, I invite everybody to fall in love with this uh, wonderful car. I'm now talking of the 911. And then we've continued the 911 of the the more nostalgic days and tried to bring it in a more modern fashion that – when you see the car, it doesn't look old-fashioned. It uh, looks like it is a, a new Bootsy that has just been created. <laughs> a new <know>? Bootsy. <laughs> hey, that's a nice way to say that. Yeah, I, I love it. It's absolutely wonderful. You know, yeah. Because for, for me, this car is so beautiful, it can live forever. It has. Know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's beat the yeah, test of time. Yeah. Well, for you listeners, uh, Roof is easy to find. Just go to roof automobile dot de um, i'll put links to that but you can find roof everywhere right right and i want to i want to thank the, the the friends at uh con media for bringing alois back to the show today um can't wait to see you soon my friend until you and i talk again okay. i'll see you at the quail at the quail mark wonderful looking forward to all right thank you thank you very much for this opportunity i enjoyed talking to you and 
also all the best to our listeners here. My very, very best regards. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And enjoy the car week. Enjoy the car <laughs> You week. bet. Okay. I'll be Zane. Bye-bye, Mark. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.